Hello and welcome to episode 117 of the Midoff Cricket Podcast. Midoff, because by midway through, you probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. What the fuck are we doing here again? It's just only been a week Ooh. since our last one. We've yeah, put like out two. more content than when it's cricket season. There's actually shit to talk about. <laughs> That's it. Some of our longest episodes happen over winter when there's nothing to talk <laughs> yeah, about, in yeah, theory. True. Yeah. Mm. Um, man who said Shane Watson modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. Hello, gents. And I'd like to just take this chance, this opportunity to rescind my um, life membership from Cricket Victoria. Yes. Put my hand up to be the batting coach at the Renegades and they didn't even call me back. They gave, it, they gave the job to some bloke who played cricket at a high level before. And it's Fuck. just jobs for the boys. So uh-huh. I took my fucking Victoria Cricket Association life membership hat <laughs> and taken it off and I'm done. I'm done with them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Australia's number one Dan Christian fan, our guru. Welcome, Alex. All right, guys. How are you going? It's great being able to see you on this newfangled internet contraption called Zoom. Um, I don't have a camera, so... Yeah, why can't we see you? What's going on? Are you... Scared because you shaved all your fucking hair off. Yes, that. <laughs> um, that, and I don't want the internet spying on me. Chinese <laughs> oh, <laughs> spies. Chinese yeah. yeah. spies. Look out, yeah. they'll get you. Bill Gates' COVID digital virus will get me from 5G if I 5G, yeah, yeah, yeah. tape over my camera. <laughs> Ross, I just noticed that you and I are on the same drinking rotation. So now yeah, that we can see each other, we just have to speak like, at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. In unison. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a little check number over here to get through, so I'll see how we go. Okay. Ooh, mm. check. Yeah. yeah, well, it's one of our new sponsors. I'm not check, sure if please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, <laughs> I've got Aldi's International Beer 12-pack has got on board as our official Is sponsor. Is that a plug? That's a plug. <laughs> official sponsor. <laughs> So um, I'm just having a cheeky Corona, would you believe? Oh, wow. I'm drinking a glass white, and they don't sponsor us, so I won't mention their name. They can yeah, get no, fucked. No. No, Put up some money, days. and I'll mention you. Yeah, that's it. Yep. So um, we'll get straight into some listener fear, because we've been pumping out the content, as you said, David, and you'll notice <laughs> that uh, the social's been going off tap because I've been oh, starting yeah. to put a bit of stuff on Facebook, and it's really just generated a whole lot of enthusiasm <laughs> and online heat. I think I got two replies to one of my posts, so you know, oh, that's double what I got mass. to the previous Viral. one. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So um, here's one from the listener, uh, Jimmy Grant. Lads, love the show again. I'm one of those nuffies who plays along at home with the quiz. Really enjoy uh, the Of course he does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like how he starts with something really positive. Because <laughs> then you know <laughs> yeah. what's going next. Something not so positive. Real love your 11. I loved Ross having Chris Harris because he was New Zealand's answer to Michael Bevan, but not having Bevan himself. <laughs> <laughs> A very good point. I actually listened back and I had two number sevens there. So Chris Harris might get the boot um, so that we can fit um, Adam Gilchrist in. So there you go. Uh, I have questions for Alex about his team, though. I'm mm-hmm. trying to picture his side in the field. Obviously, Skippy is behind the jump, but are Milo and Oda's first and second slip? Or are they on the prowl at extra cover mid-wicket saving the line? <laughs> yeah, they're definitely extra cover mid-wicket type okay. operators. Big Ted's yep. at first slip. Oh, Big Ted, of oh, yeah. In the <laughs> hammock, Big Ted. Yeah, always a first slip, no matter what format of the game, my side, and Big Ted's always there. Uh, he also wanted to know who's under the lid. Is an annoying lippy um, 
bloke like Grover, or maybe someone more agile like McIvy Diva. It's been on my mind all day. <laughs> <laughs> Grover oh. gets the lid because sometimes mm. he turns into Super Grover and already has a helmet. So. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, Jesus um, Christ, Jim. Fucking tidy it up if that's been yeah. on your mind all day. Yeah. <laughs> Isolation treats people differently, mate. He's got children, and that's what he's thinking about. <laughs> I, was, I just wasn't sure if there'd be a helmet big enough for Maccabi Diva. <laughs> yeah, you've got blinkers on, but they have to pad the blinkers, I reckon. <laughs> I thought um, she, being a, a mare, is it, Alex? Yeah, might be oh, out of the sure. Stallion, I think. <laughs> right, yeah. Might be. Bred stallion. Might be added on the fence as the cover sweeper just patrolling the boundary. I could see ah, it. Yeah. Just good between the wickets, too. Oh, yeah. 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 S- s- putting the head down to pick the ball up between the teeth yeah. mm. as well. And perhaps um, uh, Maccabi Diva would be ridden by Mark Wood. Ah, hey. That's a good little gag. Hey, that's a good little gag. And then uh, with a bit, a little bit of prompting, and this is, you know, the sort of fan engagement that we're able to um, famous for, we're yeah, famous we're for, it. known for, known yeah. for, um, uh, uh, that we're able to achieve during these COVID times. I was able to ask <laughs> then Jimmy just uh, quickly if he had a, his own enjoyed watching eleven, and yep. he, he had uh, Mark Taylor at the top of the order as the skip. He could bat all day, and he's the best tactical captain as well as good hands. We went for Chris Jim's, Gale. Jim's a real sort of boring bastard, so he. Um, just a little bit of feedback on Jim. He actually mm. plays a bit of cricket and much like Mark Taylor will bat all day and not fucking score. So it uh-huh. doesn't surprise me that Tubbs is in that team for Jim. Sorry, Ross, continue. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because then he's gone the complete opposite to Taylor as the opening partner is Chris Gale. Oh, yeah. Oh, bowler. Yeah. yeah could destroy an attack in 20 balls. Uh, Ricky Ponting asserts his authority early in the innings and great fielder. Brian Lara, once he's in, nobody's getting him out. And then ditto for Sash and Tendulkar at five. At six, interesting choice, Chris Cairns, before he was a cheating scumbag. Yes. <laughs> uh, Adam Gilchrist, say no more, changed the landscape of wicket keepers forever. Number eight, Wazim Akram, could hoop the ball on the flak decks in Australia. Number nine, Shane Ward, made something happen. People were scared of him. Ten, Kirtley Ambrose, menacing anywhere. I loved watching him at Perth. And then Glenn McGrath at 11, kept it simple, top of off, win 5-0. Watching his batting evolve was enjoyable too. And he had a few backup players. Stephen Fleming, also a good captain, not as boring as Tubby with the bat. Adam Perore, always had something yeah, to say like. behind the jump. Yeah, short sleeve jipper too. Yeah, Morley, like him or not, even though he's a chucky, was worth watching, something yeah. would happen. And Shane <laughs> Bond, proper quick, could have had great numbers if not for injury. And cheating. Mm. I don't know. I don't think no, he wasn't a cheat. cheat. Yes, he no. was. No, that Shane was um, Lou Vincent. No, I didn't think of anything about uh, Bond. Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, it's as good as guess as any with me and sporting history, but didn't he go to the um, defunct Indian um, uh, IPL, the other one, ICL or whatever it was. He was that? did. He went to the ICL. I've said ICL that three times, so yes. Yeah. Was that Franklin? Wasn't Franklin the one from New Zealand who got done as a proper like match-fixing cheat? Remember him, Ross? Uh, yeah, James Franklin. I don't think so. I thought it was Lou Vincent. <clears throat> uh, okay. Yeah. Allegedly. We'll just throw out allegedly, so we're covered. Blanket rule. You're all mm. allegedly fucking cheats. Um and Alex H. you all allegedly. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, like they never smoked inside a stadium like that scumbag McCullum. But yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, spirit of cricket smoking. The spirit of cricket. Bought a cigarette off some bloke Jeez. on minimum wage. Whatever yeah. his name is. Oh, I I've wish had, I knew his name. Jeez. I've had darts in many a stadium. What um, are yeah, a scumbag too? <laughs> I thought Lou Vincent sung uh, Mambo Number no. Five, didn't he? That's Lou. That was Lou Baby. Lou Bega, wasn't it? <laughs> that was the cheese man. Uh, <laughs> Ross, okay. you mentioned COVID times. Is that um, are we going with that as a um, sort of a Stone Age, Iron Age, COVID age? Is, is that where we got to? <laughs> yes, I think so. Mm. You didn't hear me at all. No, I heard you. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> just hated ice age, it. Uh, then we had the Bronze Age, and then Iron Age. Uh, industrial, and then Industrial, post-industrial, post yeah. post-modern, and now we're in COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. lovely. And you know Cheers. you've reached COVID time when you see uh, Glenn Maxwell doing trick shots on TikTok. Yeah. That'll be the nah. sign where they go, they were, you know, it was going along, it was going along, and then... Glenn Maxwell did a TikTok with a golf trick shot, and that's yep. when we knew we moved into the new age, which the, COVID, the age. COVID age. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the fall of the uh, Roman Empire. Mm. I was going to say Berlin the... Wall, but I think Roman Empire is more accurate. Yes. Yeah. From what I read and what I understand, <laughs> I think that Glenn Maxwell doing the TikTok trick shots is um, what convinced Skynet that the human race had to be eradicated. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> We've gone full nerd. I like it. <laughs> I love it. This has got to stop. <laughs> so it's not John Connor, it's Glenn Maxwell. We've got to go back. We've got to make sure he never plays for Australia. Oh, he's yeah. not going to ever again anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he stitched himself up on that front. It was the best yeah. World Cup ever. So thanks to Noah Ross for pointing out that content. And he also explained to us what a TikTok is. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much yep. an app where We've you upload no random idea. videos or skits Sort of, and Maxwell's just posting some shocking content. So <laughs> I thought, that, I thought that were those biscuits that were like a clock on one side and icing on the other. Yeah, oh, yeah. tasty little yeah. nuggets too. Yeah, I've tasty. never enjoyed TikToks. Really? Yeah, but you uh, you, you don't yeah, enjoy yeah. a lot of things, Alex. Yeah. How does yeah. not enjoying TikToks copper spray? You're <laughs> a surly, surly. You're just uncultured, <laughs> Alex. That's all. That's yeah, it. Yeah. So you didn't enjoy TikToks, but you did enjoy shaking trees. So <laughs> Loved a good tree shake. Didn't enjoy TikToks. <laughs> mint slices, however. Mwah, chef's kiss. Oh, yeah, mint slices are very good. Yeah. What would happen if they brought out a tray of TikToks at uh, tea break in your cricket, Alex? What would you do? Would you I'd one? just yeah. smash it off the table and jump it into the <laughs> carpet. <laughs> I was going to say, in our league, that'd be like the top echelon of fucking Yeah, beer. I know. <laughs> I would, there were, I would put them up and lord them like a holy offering from God, like a wafer of God's flesh. Uh, come on, it's good Friday. Okay. Oh, it is Easter, so yes, okay, fair enough. COVID TikTok, Easter, though, so it's a bit different. <laughs> this TikTok that has died for us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mick. Come on, this is not fair uh, to Mick. I don't <laughs> think it's time to move on. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> okay. We move on to something that has given us, there's probably been more news this week about this topic than there is when they're actually playing, and that's state cricket. Oh, yeah. and we have a, we have a, a focus on local domestic cricket <laughs> as a podcast. That's right. With a, uh, a podcast on local domestic and international cricket with a focus on state cricket. A particular <laughs> focus. I want to change particular the wording focus, to particular yes. focus. <laughs> particular focus. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, so we start off with um, 
a little bit of a story about um, Adam Zampa. It looks like he's coming to Victoria, which is very Oh, we're on him then. He's mm. our man. No, yeah, yeah, he hasn't signed any contracts. No. Yeah. And um, there was an interesting piece about um, how he was coming to Victoria because he's looking to spend more time with his good friend, Nick Maddinson, and be closer to him. Beard units keep yeah. together, I think, don't they? Stoy, yeah, so. Zampa, Maddinson. Better mates. Mm. But yeah. where have they developed this friendship at, like, like Australian underage, underage level or something? Because Zampa's South Australian and Maddinson's from fucking country New South Wales. Well, Maddinson's originally from New South Wales. Yeah, so I'm saying, yeah, but where Zampa's not from New South Wales. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. I thought he's, yeah they're both he originally from South New South Australia Wales. Then. He moved ah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a shit cunt, can't get a game in his home state. Oh, yeah, where's Agar Pretty much. Style. Yeah, yeah well, Marcus Harris. Mick. Mm. Yeah, but you know he's Victorian, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just upgraded. He couldn't get. A, he was getting a game for WA, and then said, "Well, I don't want to play with the fucking Marshes, and I can go and play with fucking Peter Hanscom." Also, getting abuse over the loudspeaker from Lager didn't help. Me. Yeah, I know. Hang on, Langer on the PA. Give oh, me shit. So, this uh, speculation was fueled by the news that um, Steve O'Keefe has been cut by New South Wales. Oh, mm. Put your bourbon cans out. Put, <laughs> yeah. put your sexist slurs out. Yeah. <laughs> put your AA yeah. six months sober chips out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Barack Kohli will be happy because he sock terrorised him over oh. in India. So. Is that the same way that um, Xavier Doherty terrorised Kevin Peterson? Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah, because he's a left armer terrorised. Yeah, he has a particular weakness with left arm spin. Yeah, mm. turns out they forgot one part of it: left arm good spin. Yeah, or just, or just yeah, spin. I was going to say, good. not left arm yeah, slow, yeah. just left arm turn slow, it off yeah. the straight. God, we're going to have a first class average under thirty to trouble him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of sort of um, stuff. Sock said he he wasn't going to play for another state because he just loved the baggy blue so much. Ah, did he? Yeah. <laughs> He'll be in at a the dinner same words, well, no one offered. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, forgot that crucial bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He actually said it in his thing. Oh, I'm listening to his little yeah. thing to the camera. He's like, oh, I, I could never play for another state. Well, no one offered, but I could just never do it anyway. So, yeah. okay, mate, cool. <laughs> or if they gave you 80 grand a year to keep playing cricket, you'd probably take it. Yeah, probably. Uh, so he started that little interview. He's on uh, Zoom or something, and he's just sitting there, no hat on, bareheaded, so to speak. Yep. And, um, Nuding up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he didn't get 10 seconds into the interview before he pulled out his baggy blue from the shelf nearby and put it on. <laughs> well, it's not too dissimilar over here. I'm wearing my mid-off podcast hat oh, and I just love it. Now. When I first got selected for this podcast, geez, I was beside myself. I, was, I thought of all the strong cricketing people that had come yeah. before me in the podcast yeah. land. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I broke down a little bit. Yeah, he rang up your mum, said, you know, this is what's happened. And, yeah, yeah, she came down to watch the debut podcast. Uh, you know, she was there, flew in. <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you made a duck. Yeah. 
I got fucking <laughs> blind, and, I, and the episode went for about two hours. <laughs> and that episode was so bad, they fucking tore the building down. So we can't do it again. My, our debut episode was longer than Michael Clark's debut Unix in India. <laughs> he made 150. He had something to show for it. Uh, <laughs> what have we got? Three years of absolute fucking boredom. Four declining and listening numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rapidly declining <laughs> listening numbers. Oh, yeah. We're a third of what we were doing three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, we're on the downhill slope, fellas. Uh, we're dumb. We're on the precipice. Yeah, people don't need podcasts in these times. They're too busy doing other stuff. Yeah, too much. Too busy washing their hands. They can't listen. Can't Take hear them. us over to scrubbing their hands together. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Things they've put off for years, you know? Yeah, yeah. Vacuuming. Yeah. yeah. Sitting out the back drinking beer underneath the sun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on their grass. Yeah, that sort of stuff, yeah. Um, uh, Stock made a good point, I thought, about... Um, oh, yeah, we'll talk about him, aren't we? Yeah, about um, Shield Cricket. He said, should be mandatory that every team has two full-time spinners in it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was right. pretty good. It's also yeah, mandatory they make enough runs as it is. Yeah, mandatory that they have three wicket keepers too. Tasmania ahead <laughs> of the curve. Tassie, <laughs> Tassie gonna win yeah. Why don't? Well, okay. Uh, sorry, so, go. So maybe okay. Let's say his point is valid, which I don't think it is. But let's say it is. In order to have two first-class level spinners in each side, you need to open up the international cricketing. Uh, like, would they have a limit of two players per side? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, why Something not bring like in, that. just for the shield, mm. bring in an overseas spinner for each team, something like that, and you play a local yeah, yeah. spinner. Because there isn't enough numbers. Right, yeah, well, not at the moment anyway. Yeah, yeah. go, Paul. Wasn't the point of the bring? So what was the point of bringing the spinner, two spinners in? Was it so batsmen get better or bowlers get better? Both. Well, yeah, I think it was more batsmen get better. Okay. I was going to say, to Gin's point, you wouldn't be able to sort of have an international spinner if you're looking to select spinners for your national yeah, team. Yeah, but if it's just for batsmen... Improve your own stock, yeah, yes, that, yeah. Would, that would hinder it. Yeah, I agree. But if it's just for batsmen, then it's 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 an okay idea just to open it up. I mean, it's a shit idea to have mandatory two spinners, but if you want to play two spinners, then, yeah, you might be able to, or you should be able to select someone who's from but, the Northern Hemisphere during the summer. It's just good, though. Yeah, That's go not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, what's next? Do you go, okay, right, yeah, you have to have two spinners, and they both have to bowl at least 10 overs, and yeah. it have to be at least a five-over spell, so that way they can get in their rhythm and you can see what they're really made of. Like, when you start making things mandatory, where does it stop? And, and yeah. at what point does it go from being a first-class level competition to being a development league? Yeah, yeah. true, like the it's future's It's an interesting league. point. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I agree. I think it's a shit idea because that's okay. And like Sock was saying, stuff like <clears throat> I'd have a spinner bowling in the first session and maybe yes. bowling a lot of overs in the first session yeah. so the opening batsmen actually have to face them for a long period of time. And then it's like, well, okay, well, how do you guarantee that? Like, yeah, yeah, like well, you're yeah. saying, but you can't. Tell the groundskeepers to prepare better pitches that are conducive to both swing, seam and spin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the frustrating things is, you know, you can go through particularly this year, and I'm just trying to find the stats, uh, Sock was the leading spinner, and he only played five games. Yeah, well, he got 16 yeah. wickets or something, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, 16 wickets. And like, even You go through who's the spinner from each state, and you can't even name them. Yeah, um, I couldn't tell you who Victoria's spinner is. No, well, it's John Holland, but he was injured for most of the season, so they played four yeah. quicks for 
pretty much. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, most of the second one, they, they played yeah. the, the young fella Parker yeah. or whatever his name. That's, no, that's the right. SCG. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it's um, the problem with that too is like they play this kid once and gets a few wickets, and all of a sudden they start t- talking about playing him in fucking test matches. Mm. So they can't play one fucking game. Yeah, yeah. Like. Mm. I think it's a case of, like, uh, international cricket taking away our spinning stocks because, I mean, whatever you think of Zampa and Agar and those types, they are clearly the level under Nathan Lyon. And then it's just, like, young, really young spinners below them, apart from Stockbright. But they're always away doing stuff, like international cricket. Yeah, they're always in squads. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's a good point because um, you think the... um, the main spinner at each of the states, like if Zampa didn't get picked every game for South Australia, but he's also away, and they were they were guilty of playing four quicks in a lot of games, even when Zampa was available. WA Agar's always picked if he's available, but if he's not, they don't have a second spinner; they just go for a fourth quick. Yep. So there is a lack yeah. of depth there. Um, Victoria's the same. Holland was injured. They did give the young guy Parker a go for one game at the Sydney Cricket Ground, but then the other games are playing four quicks. Queensland yeah. usually play Mitch Swepson. He plays yeah. pretty much every game, I think. But he he missed. He only played five or six games this year. Not sure why. Can't remember. COVID. He got injured or something like that. He was in Probably. test squads, wasn't he? He Might was in one of the squads, I think. Yeah. Mm. Or one day squads. More of he, he got. There was talk of him because he got called into a squad for something. They definitely. I'm pretty sure it was test. But yeah, like he definitely was in an Australian squad. Yeah. And um, Tassie's spinner was probably Bo Webster. So that's an all-rounder. Yeah. I'll just bowl in some off-spin. Easiest form, Alex. Hardest. It's literally Hardest. so easy to bowl off-spin. It's Hardest, you just, mate. You, you just got to bowl think slow. About it. You just yeah. got to bowl slow, don't you? You don't even have to turn. Yeah, but you got to be able to set a field. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I struggle yeah. with, Victor. That's why I can never be an off-spinner. <laughs> the hardest part of being an off-spinner is setting fields. <laughs> working out which, which, working out which All on the fence. in your strike. <laughs> All on catch the... so you know where to put them. Yeah. <laughs> deep long that's... on, deep mid, deep square leg, chuck it's it up. Not... <laughs> so, so what I'm hearing there, Mick, is it's not so hard to set your field. The hardest thing about being an off-spinner is having fucking teammates you can catch the thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is the hardest thing is having two to three blokes who are comfortable <laughs> taking a catch on the fence. That is the hardest part of off-spin. <laughs> uh, my my cup is empty. Is I can't it? find those figures. The cup grow empty. Run us over. Yeah. That's it. Mm. <laughs> Pour it in front of the camera too. I'm just pouring a drink. I can't find those facts about the leading spinners. In oh, that's um, all right. Let's talk about the previous the captains Chelsea. of New South Wales, please. Oh, yeah. When when do we deal in oh, facts? Yes, by the way, yes, Ross, let's go through that. Oh, I was going to say that shouldn't worry us one iota. Yeah, no, I couldn't find a fact. Being accurate is not always the most important no. thing about this podcast. No, it's not. It's Absolutely not. So, Sock has been captain of New South Wales in 2013, from memory? Surely just for a game. Yeah, probably. Like, the others were away. Come on. There's been some putrid captains. I reckon he was, I reckon he was skipper for a season. He might have been. That How sounds that? vaguely familiar, actually. Sorry. Oh, like, he might even be skipper captain. when they won a shield. Oh, come on. Really? Um, <laughs> You know more than me. Extraordinary. Unbelievable. Yeah. So Nick Maddinson's been skipper of New South Wales. Yeah, that's Shield. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, maybe just for one game, though. 
Neville as well. Neville yeah. Bartos. Yeah, he was selected as captain after Tip Madsley said he'd never play again. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Generally maybe. a good judge of cricket, Tip. Oh, I think yeah. he's played 100 that... first-class games since Tim said he'd never play again. <laughs> uh, that wasn't his best work, old Tip. No, no he's sticking by it, though. I did it. good, yeah. So yeah. Was, um... yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Um, I got um, I got a full wrap of um, talking about stakery. There's just so much going on. It's, 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 pretty much can't even keep up with it. There's so much happening. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, can't run us over. Yeah, what could be better than reading out a list of Shield squads? Is uh, a list of um, Shield award winners. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah nothing could be better. <laughs> so um, here's the list of major. Uh, 2019-2020 State Cricket Awards. So New South Wales, the Steve Waugh Medal and One Day Cup New South Wales Player of the Season, Daniel Hughes. That's fair enough. He made a few runs in the mm. ODD, didn't he? He did in the ODD. Yeah. yeah. Let me be me. Uh, Belinda Clark Medal and WNCL <laughs> New South Wales Player of the Season, Renee Farrell. So well hey, done there. Faz. One for you, Mick. The um, Sheffield Shield New South Wales Player of the Season, Harry Conway Jr., He's a fucking that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like he held back then, Michael. Uh, yeah, no. It was like he had yeah, to gonna, say it. it I was going like... to call him a New Zealand one, but I didn't want to be racist. So. Uh, good Is point. he from New Zealand? Oh. Yeah. I thought he was New South Wales. No, you know, he's, he is, but he's born in New Zealand. The only reason I know that is because the stream I watched, they constantly talked about him choosing whether he's going to play test cricket for New Zealand or Australia. Because yeah, they had somehow well. convinced themselves that this fucking cabbage can play test <laughs> cricket. But the guy, I got no, I've complained about this already, but the guys on that stream yeah. were fucking brain dead. Yeah, it fe- I feel like that um, that stream could come back every second episode for at least a year. Oh, your day of watching no, that the stream. The same one saying that Will Parker, Will Parker bowled about three overs, all he could play test cricket. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was in a similar position because of my Irish heritage. I had to decide who I wanted to go play for. So either not get selected for Ireland or not get selected for Australia. Yeah. So I chose I chose Australia because that's where I was born. But yeah, it was touch and go there for a while. I wanted to be not selected by Ireland. It was it was yeah. it was difficult. So the same quandary faced by Ed Joyce, I suppose. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. And Ed Sheeran. <laughs> it's him too. <laughs> Uh, WBBL Alex Blackwell medal, Hannah Darlington. BBL Mike Hussey medal, Dan Sams. WBBL Sydney Sixers player of the tournament, uh, Mary Zan Cap. I think she's from South Africa. And the BBL Sydney Sixers player of the tournament, Josh Philippe. Now, what Fair I say about New South Wales awards, and it's true of all of them, they have really long names. Jeez, yeah. Down a bit. yeah. Right. right here we player. go. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what it means. Here's the next one. The Neil Dance Medal, the Lord Hampton Trophy, and the Barry Jarman Most Improved Trophy. Most Improved. Where's Agar? And so he won three. He took out the trifecta at the South Australian Awards. The Lord Hampton Trophy, which I think is um, for the best um, kit bag. That's what that one gets. The most uh, squared away kit bag of the entire team. (laughs) The tidiest, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and it, it's um, scored on different criteria. One is your kickback. Two is your promptness to get on the team bus. And the third one is um, turning in early at night. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. all those boxes. And calling and, it turning in instead of going yeah, to yeah, bed. Yeah. <laughs> Lights out at 7.30. Okay, said Wes. I'm turning in, Skip. No worries, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and down and, um, at the end of the end of the match, the skipper just writes down, "Well, that's ten points to Wes Oak. He's turned it in early." It's also um, that night was hosted by Pete Laser, and he he pronounced the award in the traditional way, Lord Hampton Trophy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. Pete Laser hosted it. Of course he did. Um, that's only because James Sherry was busy that night doing well, the yeah, WA true. one. He's second string Pete Laser. He's second string Pete Laser. Yeah. Um, the next one, this will this will get you going, Alex. The Barry Nugget Rees Award. Oh, oh fuck it. <laughs> What's that for? I don't know. It doesn't say. Loudest says, clap. Loudest <laughs> 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 <Lattice> clapper. <laughs> uh, so Nick, Nick Winter won that one. Oh, so great. Always, I think that's actually the um, he's gone bark to bark on the Barry on the Nugget. Yeah. On the Nug. He's got he's got two. You know what the prize is? Uh, go on. It's a Nugget. You just, is it? <laughs> yeah, yep. It's a little Nugget. Oh, chicken yeah. or gold? No gold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's it's made out of um, a copper chicken. alloy. Yeah. So it looks uh, like uh, um, yeah. looks like gold. Fool's gold. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a gold so Nugget made out of chicken. I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he'll he'll have two on the mantle now. Does, he's bark to bark. Does um. The great man himself selects the player. Careful. Yeah, and he presents the award. Okay. So he in chooses gloves. the player. Does he have uh, gloves on with his Yeah, he has Creed gloves on because the... he obviously is going to yeah. applaud the player. Yeah. yeah. It can't be too loud. So who chooses it when he dies? Oh, let's not. Well, after the state funeral, I think the Premier of South Australia will choose Oh, it. I have a barrel <laughs> on that, don't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, I think we've got a barrel on this, Alex, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's what yeah. I just said, yeah. Yeah, oh, good. I couldn't hear you because I was talking over the top of you. That's fine, mate. <laughs> okay. The Andrea McCauley medal goes to Talia McGrath. Where's this from? It's South Australia. I don't know. Okay. Just, it's a statement. I'm reading it out. It's a prop. Yeah, but you didn't say, you just started talking. You didn't say which state. You didn't yeah, say which sorry. state. I, I did. Where's this that from? Up. <laughs> what is Nugget giving out awards in states other than South Australia? Well, no, he's in that one, but then you move mate, he's, a, he's, a beloved, he's a beloved figure nationwide, mate. It might be. <laughs> it, might, it might be. It could be Fuck for the BCCI. They might love him in India as well, mate. <laughs> right, this ship, Ross. I did such a okay. good hosting last week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, continuing with South Australian awards. Yes, the Marsh you. One Day Cup MVP, Cal Ferguson. Cal. The sure. BBL Adelaide Strikers MVP, Jono Wells. Sure. And the WBBL Adelaide Strikers MVP, Sophie Devine. That's fair enough. She made right. a better Moving on to the great and glorious state of Victoria. The uh, Bill uh, Lowry Medal the and the John Scholes Award goes to Nick Maddinson. So I don't know what the different things are. But nice yeah. work, Maddo. Yeah. The One Day Player of the Year goes to Aaron Finch. The Sharon Treadray Award goes to Annabelle Sutherland. The Renegades BBL Player of the Season goes to Bo Webster. Yeah, deservedly so. And the Renegades WBBL uh, Player of the Season goes to Jess Duffin. The yep. Stars BBL Player of the Season, Marcus Stoinis. And the Ooh. Stars WBBL Player of the Season, Liesl Lee. Ooh. <laughs> mm. 
How did the Renegades give an award for best of the season? That was fucking shocking. <laughs> By Webster, you, can have, you can still have a good play. Oh, <laughs> fuck that. It's like Carlton giving out the best and fairest. It should have been scrapped for about 10 years. Just fucking yeah, give up on it. Didn't you get a club champion when we were fucking shitball? One year. And then the next year we made finals. So <laughs> no, first year we made finals, and the next year we'll <laughs> take it off me. <laughs> I'm gonna go Dean Jones style leaf. and give it back. Mm. Oh, <laughs> chisel off your name off the board up. and hand yeah. it to the president. <laughs> <laughs> Just like sprinkle it in front of him on the bar. <laughs> All right, we move on now to Western Australia and the oh, WACA Awards. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the Laurie Saul Medal and the WA Domestic One Day Player of the Year and the Four Day Player of the Year, Smash. Fair enough. Saved. You didn't play well in the uh, Marsh Cup. Did mm. I just give one trophy for that and just write yeah, all three say, awards on it? Yeah. 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 One Plus certificate this, with this three things in it. One certificate. A certificate <laughs> in a frame from Officeworks. <laughs> With that really cool, like, gradient word art. Like a yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. for two yeah. years at a company. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your loyalty. Here's a you, shitty you were forced quacker. to put it up on your desk. Yeah. I don't want no. to. And you're forced to. You're not getting paid unless you put it up on your... Okay. Not getting paid. Okay. Zoe Goss medal and WA WNCL player of the year, Nicole Bolton. Yep. That's good. Big bolt the Simon Cadditch medal <laughs> goes to, for BBL, goes to Joy Richardson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big J high. Yeah. The gold cup goes to Ashton Agar. The gold cup? <laughs> the gold cool? cup. He drank the most piss during the year on the circuit, so therefore he got <laughs> the cup. That's the king of, no that's where you get information. the king of Northbridge. Yeah. <laughs> There's no further information as to what the gold cup is. It just says gold cup Ashton Agar. Ashton Agar would get fucking... Oh, he'd get destroyed in Northbridge, by the way. Yeah, he would. He'd in the Gold least... Cup, you have it for 12 months, and if you go into a pub, they have to fill it up for free. Oh, oh yeah, 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 like making yeah, 100. Yeah. Hey, your local yeah. club, you get a free piss on it. I like mm. it. Mm. Not a worrying trend. A good trend. Yeah. Unconcerning. Yeah. I think it's like their <laughs> best player. The Gold Cup. Hmm. It says uh, the medal. Surely it's not. If Marsh won all those other trophies, surely he was their best player. Yeah. Apparently not. It says, uh, oh, no, it won the Laurie Sewell as the Warriors Player of the Year. Hmm. So it's, I'm just reading here about the Gold Cup. Um, it's the Foster's Australia Gold Cup. Maybe it's like the best clubman or something. Uh, are we talking like a drinking vessel or something to protect your, your tackle? You know how the Americans oh, call that cool. a cup? Yeah. And maybe he got hit in the balls the most of training, so he gets a gold cup. Golden yeah, no protector. explanation there of what the prestigious Foster's Australia Gold Cup is. Abdominal protector. Mm. <laughs> so that's, uh, if, if you've got any listeners in WA Bull that uh, you know of. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm famous over there. Yeah, just reach out to them. Yeah, maybe mm. and find out what is this famous gold cup that gets presented. Oh, it, it would have been the talk of the town too the day yeah. after. Oh, it's the media. Yeah. Oh, hang on. WA spinner Ashenago was awarded his first ever media voted uh, oh. gold cup. Mm. So the West Australian mm. media straight award. Mm. Yeah, there you go. So it's to do with um, sort of the best Western Australian, not just playing for WA, but playing on the international stage as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. How no, the fuck did okay. he win it then? Ashton Turner. Didn't you see oh, him yeah. in the um didn't you see him in the test documentary? Was that this year? No. Smacking fucking hundreds in one day. Oh not hundreds, but gotta save the line. Yeah, we took yeah, Australia's first T twenty hat trick in thirteen years. So that's probably what got him. Did you say Turner or Agar? Agar. Yeah, I thought you Ashton. said Turner initially. Yeah. Uh, Agar. Yeah, so the um WA WACA don't have a Hall of Fame. Did you know that? I didn't. But no, thank they, you. Do yeah, they just they have, have immortals? No, they have huh. a WA Cricket Gallery of Greats. Do they? A gog. Mm. Mm. The gag. The gog. <laughs> the gog. Yeah. yeah. And um, former Australian cricketer Karen Reed was inducted into the Gallery of Greats on the night. Fair mm. enough. Well done to her. Well done. Uh, Cameron Green came third in the Laurie Sewell medal, would you believe? No, I wouldn't. I, w- I would believe that. He had a pretty good mm. season, Cameron Green. Didn't bowl enough overs, that's what killed him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, right. Um, oh, you Nessa. went so robotic for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got that through. <laughs> it was the greatest. <laughs> Just these little chuckles. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, Queensland, Nessa. Yeah, Queensland. Yeah. So no, apparently I, I watched a video on how to pronounce his name. Okay. Yep. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, it's Mick, and then it's Nisa. Okay. I'm going to say Nessa because it's the Nessa of two evils. Yeah, yeah. more or Nessa. Nisa. <laughs> it's like Nisa. That's how the Americans say Nissan. Nisa. Oh, Nisa. I thought it was more like um, knees up Mother Brown, sort of knees up. Uh, <laughs> knees up. <laughs> Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they say Subaru. Subaru. Subaru and Hyundai. Yeah, watching their ads. Sorry, I digress. Hyundai. Queensland. Yeah. Who won the Ian Healy Award? Right. Ian Healy Trophy, my friend. Don't you fucking Sorry. forget it. Was um, Michael Nisa, yeah. Shield Player of the Year, Michael Nisa as well. One Day Cup Player of the Year, mainly for his coin toss in the final, Usman Kawaja. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think won the Brisbane Heat BBL MVP? Oh, they had a shit year, didn't they? So I'm going to go with, oh, fuck. God, it's got to be Chris Lynn. Wins it every year, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah. No, Matt Renshaw. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus. You know you're going badly in T20 cricket when the turtle wins you a best player award. Fucking hell. <laughs> Queensland oh, yeah, Bowler takes some wickets. Fucking hell. Players player, Mick Nisa. Queensland Fire Player of the Year, Sammy Joe Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane Heat MVP, Jess Jonathan. Mick Queensland Nisa. Queensland oh, Fire Players player, Grace Harris. And... Queensland Academy Sport Player of the Year, Bryce Street. Who? Vulture. Old um, Quality Street himself. Well, yeah. uh, Lily. <laughs> now on. Yeah, that's the street Get behind um, Victoria Park, out. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it street. is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so then finally, we look to the Tasmania Cricket Awards. For oh, shit. The... They exist. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't think they've had them yet, so that's good. 
good on them. Uh, Anzac Eve, <laughs> I think, is when they... Oh, go. right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets a day off the next day, so... Yeah, they're hoping that um, they go back, um, that the isolation, COVID isolation ends. And yeah. so they're just crossing <laughs> their fingers. They've actually penciled in the same day as the start of the NRL season because they think, well, they can play. We can just um, oh, have we can a do few... Uh, we can just have some pancakes down at the local RSL and hand out some meals. That should be fine. <laughs> sweet ones, though, savoury. <laughs> just make sure you got the day off the next day so you can go large. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> See it, shitloads of pancakes. You won't make be sure able to go large. Pancakes, so you're just wasting your time. Exactly. If you don't have creamy mushroom sauce pancakes for entree, <laughs> well, then why even <laughs> fucking bother? Let's do a special episode on the worst Alfredo pancakes. Fuck, I've been to some shockers. <laughs> Dilapidated pubs in Fairfield. Oh, I've been to some shit. Sorry. That Fairfield <laughs> one was one of the better ones, actually. The, the pub was falling down. Good grand view. Yeah, go outside on the balcony for a dart. You're taking your own life in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun fact about that. That was the first time I'd been in a pub that had Palmers of the World was at the Grand View oh, Hotel in Fairfield. Good, yeah, yes, 30 different view. types of Palmers. Yeah. 25 oh, we'll of them involved gravy. <laughs> Mexican <laughs> parma, yeah, jalapenos we'll, on it. Yeah, all that start a, we'll start a pub podcast soon. We've been going for 40 minutes. So. Yeah. Have we really? Jesus oh, that might Christ. be our next bonus episode. So let us know if you want us to do pubs of Melbourne as our next yeah. podcast. Spread we'll be heavily localised to about half a dozen suburbs. But um, yeah, half if you live in pubs. the southeast or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you live in the southeast of Melbourne, don't even bother. Yeah, don't even. I don't no know. one's, no one's listening to us from the southeast. The railway <laughs> might be okay, but other than that, I'm not <laughs> oh, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Also, on the bonus content, had some feedback from some of my better mates. Mm. They were mm. complaining. They said, "Oh, maybe um, your podcast is better when there's cricket actually on." Mm. And that what? really rolled my grind of my fucking gears. Three quarters of content. And you're complaining about free extra content. The but entitlement also, on these people. It, we're boring. <laughs> we're boring when there's cricket on. When there's yeah. no cricket on, that's when we come alive. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't Fuck get Fivel from Fivel Goes West in a fucking mm. best that's 11. It. When that cricket's on, do you? <laughs> Had a new host. We changed it up. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Yeah. The Gaul. Awesome. Mm. We Pull slave away. Yeah. Slaving away, technology issues 24-7. I did some serious editing on that episode too. I put two outro songs in. Jeez. <laughs> did you? Well, I, listen to it, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, the last three minutes is very funny. If you you know, if you know, think this episode is just meandering, just go back and listen to the bonus episode the last three minutes. <laughs> what do you mean if you think this episode is just meandering? Jeez, we've been tight tonight. We've been oh, tight. Yeah. You're finding a little bit pedestrian. You know, some people say that. You know, they say, oh, you know, care about state so awards. Mm. No, it was an Australian not to care about state awards. No, if you don't care about state awards, you don't really care about cricket. Exactly, because yeah. we're a podcast on uh, with content a on local, first-class yeah. and, and local, domestic and international cricket with a focus on first-class cricket. Okay? So this is our focus. focus. This is our bread and butter. Particular focus. <laughs> it's where not the just bread's a focus, made. a particular focus. Yeah. Yeah. A laser-like focus. Mm, mm. Nothing peripheral, just focused. Yeah. All right, if, you don't care, if you don't care about cricket trophies, you don't really care about cricket, I think it's fair to That's say. That's what we play for. It's what we play <laughs> yeah, for. what we play <laughs> for. It's the reason we keep stats. That's right. So talking about state cricket, let's talk about Dean Jones. Oh, Oh, Mm. How'd you say this, Mick? You're a passionate Victorian fan. 
It's I like, like Dean Jones. Like, I like he was my fucking idol as a child. Like I fucking love Dean Jones. Tell us what happened. Give us the preamble. Ooh, and I don't just, know where this like, is going. To see what he's become mm. is really disappointing. I'm with you. Because I get his frustration. I get an old bloke having a fucking sook. Like, <laughs> he just... So for those of you at home, like, um, there it is. who might not be up and about on it, Dean Jones um, recently rescinded his Victorian Cricket Association or Cricket Victoria Life membership. Mm-hmm. Um, so now he has to pay to get into Junction over to watch Sheffield Shield games. So <laughs> pay for his first beer at functions. Yeah, yeah, he has to pay for beers now. But he also the um, Victorian One Day Domestic Male Player of the Year was called the Dean Jones Award, and he's asked to have his name removed from that as well. So, and the whole emphasis around why he's upset is because he didn't get a job coaching one of the BBL teams. He didn't get a job. He didn't, He missed out on the Stars job and somehow had a conspiracy theory about that. And then he missed <laughs> out on the Renegades job and had a conspiracy theory about that. And, um, yeah, so he kind of just chucked his toys out of the cot and had a bit of a fucking sook. And from a Victorian fan, supporter, person, like, I remember as a kid... Um, the state being so behind him when he was having his troubles getting picked for Australia and always going into bat for him. And now because he didn't get his way on something, he's, he's put his fucking, you know, he's just said, that's it, fuck you. And it's like, I don't know, it's disappointing. Because like I, I actually, for all the shit we like to give people, like he was one of my favourites as a kid and I fucking love him. And it's really just a bit sad and disappointing. But he's just been a fucking sook, David. I am the opposite to you. I read this with no great interest, but... Um, something did uh, pique my interest halfway through an article about uh, the professor and it was that he felt uh, disillusioned by the fact that our man uh, Big Beery, Michael Beer, the bloke who put us on the map and we put him on the map a symbiotic (laughs) relationship if you will uh, he was disillusioned by the fact that he was interviewing him for a coaching job what don't talk about our man Beery like that. He mm. has every right to interview you for a coaching job, big fella. He played for the Stars. And I read the fact that the reason he was on the coaching panel was because he was a newly retired player and they wanted to get a newly retired player's perspective on who the new coach may be and, and have that conversation with a player just out of the system. So, um, yeah, as I said, no great interest in the article until I read that. Mick. Mm. Beer was yeah. one of five people on the panel mm. as well. Like yeah. It wasn't like he was... It wasn't like when um, Alex hired our, our last captain coach at West Ham all by himself. <laughs> this is a bloke. It was, like one of, it was one of five on a panel. <laughs> Just said, we'll have this bloke. I don't want to push anyone from the club. He's our man. He is our man. <laughs> yeah, so here's some of the things um, Dean Jones said on 3AW Sports Day on Wednesday evening. Uh, he said, w, are they still going? Yeah, yeah. 693. They took over Magic 693 signal. Mm. Interesting. A few years ago. Yeah. Magic moved I, over to 1278. Yeah. I don't get AM. I don't get The dead side of the dial. I breathe. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't know the last time I listened to commercial radio. So we move on. Uh, just classic FM for me. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rock every <laughs> minute Australian of every crawl. day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boys classic light up, a smooth, a bit of smooth. I will do it. Do eighties love song ballads, yeah. Chuck Smooth on. Alex, yeah. Alex, yeah. 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 Nature, copyright strike. I don't think you heard what I said. I said I don't listen to commercial radio. I listen to classic FM, which is. Classical music, Baroque, oh, on oh, the ABC really radio rock. station. Uh, it's like yeah, your actual classic personality, rock. which like I love the way our, our brains work, and we all just been yeah. classic rock. Oh, yeah. It's because <laughs> Ross likes classic rock, despite yeah, all his records. He the Errol. Yeah, I would do anything just to be like him. That is the copyright <laughs> strike. Okay. Make sure you bleep that. Yeah, um, yeah so what's Dino to have Flynn. to say, Roscoe, so we can break down his uh, comments? Yeah, yeah. Well, what <laughs> I'm going to do is is um, what uh, other people have done is, is um, put this up to scrutiny, fact check it, as is the, you know, the saying of the times. So he <laughs> said, it, uh, my frustration comes from the lack of culture and vision and strategy by the Cricket Victoria yes. Administration, and it has hurt me, he said. Oh. I played for 20 years for my state. Yep. Right. First fact, Dino, wrong. Yeah, tick okay. that off. Yeah, yeah right, wrong, wrong. <laughs> no, you did not play for your state for 20 years. You made your debut in 1981-82 and yep. you retired in the season 1997-98. That's not okay. 20 years. It's close. It's probably, um, if I looked at that, 18 seasons. Closer yeah. to 20 than 10. Yes, Yes, that's right. Still not 20. So, rounding up, it is 20, but it's not 20. So, wrong. Wrong, Dino. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> He's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Cricket Victoria's five-step plan from 2017 to 2022 is just so far wrong with where they're going. They want to be the number one sport in Victoria. Well, that's not happening with the AFL. So, How do we know what their five-year plan is? How can we verify that, Dino? You well, can say that about anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can't be verified. Unless we go through perhaps the uh, minutes of the AGM. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, the, um, yes, me. The number one sport in Victoria thing, which he's got a big bugbear with, that's mm. actually an edict handed down by Cricket Australia. They want to be the number one sport in the country. So Cricket Victoria, like most states, have taken that on and said, well, we want to be the number one sport in our state then. Yeah, yeah. and I think there was a bit, uh, Sean Graff said something about it's the number one summer sport we want to be. Yeah, that's what yeah. they're trying to be. Yeah. Well, how do yeah, in winter? Yeah, Sean Graff, actually, he's, sorry, well, his response was very measured and factual, actually. He did really well. Mm. Don't you ever apologise to me again, Michael. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> can't. <laughs> you're, you're the entertaining one of this podcast. You talk when you want. We'll just fall in line behind you. And also, there's no point being like, we aim to be the number two sport in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's exactly right. Aim, like, yeah. I yeah. think top that's five. where... We want top five. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where rugby union in Australia has fallen yeah, over. Yeah. They just said, oh, we'd be happier for a head of soccer. And now they're yeah, falling yeah, yeah. do. If we can keep the if we can keep the doors open, we'll be fucking chuck. Yeah, yeah. That's what rugby Australia we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said we just got to move on from Dawn French and it'll be all right. Okay? Uh, good gags, you have a Oh yeah, if you don't know who um, Renee's called, her, you don't need to know. Yeah, <laughs> you don't, you don't need, need to. Know. Google her name. Google rugby Australia. Look who's running the show. Okay, so Dean's next point was. They want to make permanent national team players. Well, we haven't got one decent player in Australian, the Australian team except for Aaron Finch. Now, he's right there. 
and Sean no, Graff. Not, had a hold right. on. I know why he's not right. Because he says we haven't got one player, and we've got one player. Because you can't say we haven't got something <laughs> and then go accept. Because if true. you say accept, true. that means we fucking do have it. So but he's also, fucking uh, wrong there yes. as well. Also, the last uh, time I checked, Jimmy Pattinson was in the um, setup. <laughs> yeah, but he's no, now. This is Sean Graff talking absolute bullshit. A year later, he goes, um, uh, yeah, "Sean Graff, who's uh, some cricket Victoria jobs for the boys type bloke, uh, <laughs> don't let the facts get in the way of a good bit of self promotion." Is what um, he said about Dean Jones. You know, he said that. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that he said Jimmy Pat's in the setup, but also because mm. he said he was, because uh, no, he was in the squad, Hanscom's um, played, Maxwell's played. Like, blokes have been playing for Australia. And we're also, like, not that good. Yeah, what Travis no, he's, Dean, he's Marcus Harris played fucking test cricket uh, for fuck's sake. I'm going to pull this apart because I'm going to find yeah, his quote. On. It might take me yeah. a little bit longer to find it. But the other but, thing, we'll keep like, talking amongst ourselves. But, yeah, but the other thing, too, that kind of pissed me off a little bit with the Dino thing, which... And I'm not massive women's cricket, but we have, in Victoria, we have Meg Lanning, Elise Perry now because she moved. Yeah, get her into Annabelle Sutherland and a couple of others. Sophie all, Molyneux. Yeah. yeah, all just played in that fucking the world. DJ. Cup. They're Australian yeah. fucking players. Like, just because they're not men doesn't mean Victoria's yep, not That's not a very good point. Right. Dino also called someone, Dino also called someone with a beard a terrorist. So I'm not sure that he's that progressive as a human being. <laughs> To to notice or yeah, to yeah, notice well, that women can play cricket for Australia also. Yeah. Popcorn the kettle black because I don't watch a lot of women's sport, but I no. still understand that they play. Yeah, yes. I don't watch heaps of it either, but I know that Victoria has at least three or four players that are in the fucking and Australian setup. If they're Victorian, Mick, we'll get around them. That's they're for sure. Victorian. That's all that fucking that's matters. It. If they're Victorian, they're Victorian. That's the main thing. <laughs> now I'm sure I read somewhere about um, Steffi Graf. Graf said that uh, <laughs> if fit James Pattinson's in the test team, well, that is absolute bullshit. Not in the team, but he's in the squad. Yeah, he's in the squad. But that was just that was that was you know he was fact checking Dino with a lie. That's yeah, not true. Okay. Jim Pattinson point. is not in the test eleven. No, uh, he's look not. At the, the four yeah, bowlers. The last time he said he was, wasn't he? Nah, I think no. he's still playing second fiddle behind. Um, no, but didn't he? Didn't the start three big Because Pato was injured because they didn't want to play Stark. I know, like, if you, right. go, yeah. if you go back yeah. to the start oh, no, of the summer... No, 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 people get it. We're yeah, going to yeah. be... We're going to... You go back to the start of the summer, Stark was on the outer and Pado was in, then Pado got injured, and that's how Stark got his spot. No, Pado did the um, oh. homophobic slur to... That's Cameron what I was yeah. Getting a bit chesty here, Alex. Homophobic slur, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex and I might have to step out. This, this, is, this yeah, will be fiery. I'm a bit on edge, guys. I'm going to have a break. Ross has got the reach, but I reckon Mick might have him. Yeah, <laughs> tenacity. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Dino thing, if we just go back to the Michael Beard thing, he had this whole conspiracy theory because David Hussey was on the Victorian board and resigned and then got the Stars job. And he's got this whole thing that, you know, it was all done on purpose and rah, 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 rah. Like, it's just fucking, it's just a disillusioned, cranky old man getting upset. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is interesting, David, because uh, then Dino went on to a bit of cricket governance issues. Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. 
He said, Victoria's two BBL franchise, the Stars and Renegades, were previously run by independent boards and chief executives, but they're brought under the Cricket Victoria umbrella last year. Thank you. This is what, oh, what I wanted to talk about a year ago. Right. You said it would be too boring. You said it would be too boring. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. If it's boring for you, that's why I said, no, I won't do it, because the listeners there is all bleed. But yeah, I agree with him. It should always have been separated. You're meant to be proper cricket clubs. You should separate the two and not have them under one umbrella. That was um, my point a year ago. When I read it. So the umbrella's at fault. No, it's the, the Cricket Victoria's at fault by bringing both clubs back into the fold and having mm. them under the one administration. You should let them be separate because they're separate clubs. Right, so he, he said they've lost millions and millions of dollars in sponsorship. And the fact yeah. is the Stars and Renegades have both lost major sponsors, Optus and Mars, respectively, this year. So tick to Dino. I just want to get Because they sacked Brayshaw, Dunstall and Eddie Maguire, blokes from the footy team. clubs who could get money into a club. Yep. Yeah, I've got to agree with him there. They probably... Um, well, they'll look at it. They, the, year, the last year that they were both run independently, they both made the granny. And then this year... Yeah. Right. Mm. Can I just yesterday. say... Losing sponsors uh, by or from a franchise BBL setup isn't really a good enough reason to hand your life membership back, though, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. Care a lot about capital. Yeah, 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 Optus, Optus jumped off. Fuck this joint. It's going <laughs> to the dogs. I don't want to be involved in it. But down the gurgler, 150 yeah. years of history down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> he, he played for... He played cricket for Victoria longer than these two BBL clubs have been alive, and he's yeah. upset because they lost the fucking sponsor. Yeah. Wow. He just yes. loves a Mars bar. Yeah. <laughs> but then he, didn't he make some comment about, like, there hasn't been, like, something about the setup's wrong and we're not. Oh, you know, yes. Producing doing young that. players. Yeah. 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 So what that, about that our man a... Fraser McGuirk? Yeah, yeah. That was a crock of shit. So, um, Park, Will Parker. Yeah, Will Parker. Yeah, that one was just blatantly wrong. If any, in the last, um, say, five years, five years ago, you could have definitely accused Victoria of being like an over 30s team. Yeah, yeah. but they were not really producing. They won. Exactly oh, yeah, right. they won. But, but you could also accuse them of being, oh, you're too many yeah, old. You could. Yeah, you could. True. If you wanted to, that would be, you know, sort of valid. Even though they're winning, you could say, oh, you know, where are the young players coming through? You have a point. But now there's no, you don't have a point. Bukowski's batting three when he can play. Fraser yeah. McGuirk's in there as a 17-year-old, unheard of. And then you yeah. know, Will Parker came and played as a 17-year-old. I mean, yeah, I, I've, you know, in the time I've followed Victorian cricket, they're the only two 17-year-olds I've heard of playing. Yeah. So he's way like, off the mark there. They've actually, in the last five little... years, made a huge move. Stride, yeah. Having yeah. a few, yeah, plenty of experienced players still, but blooding these youngsters. They've had, well, they had a cut off focus. Cameron White, yeah. didn't they? Sorry, yeah, exactly yes, right. They, they cut off Cameron White, for example. Yeah. You look at the state squad. Look, if you take okay, Siddle was Siddle wasn't in every game, but basically Siddle's the oldest. And yeah. then like, what's the next mm. one? Like Hanscom or Tremaine, who were just a, just thirty or just a tick. Oh, sorry, Maxwell or Tremaine, who were probably just a tick over thirty. Ah, like, Tremaine looks forty. He's got a yeah, head like a dog. He's not, not as old as he looks, but he's not yeah, as old as he looks. He's but like it's me, like not as old as he looks. <laughs> but it's just this whole idea that, like, it's there's no development and there's no this and there's no that. Mm. Then he started, like, slagging off Premier Crickets. Uh, saying it's not good enough. Oh, no, throwing no, his no, boots into grassroots as well. He, did. He, started, he, started, he started, it was a machine gun approach. He just scattergunned as many branches of Victorian cricket as he could. 
if he mentioned fucking uh, Kingston Hawthorne Town, then I'll be very, I'll be ropeable. Don't mention my club, my beloved Hawks. In that sense. The um, also there's Will Sutherland. He's a young player coming through. Yeah, yeah, the Chiefs. Um, so did comment, and now I should have known this. It was a stupid comment. Of course, who did it come from? Not Sean Graff, but it came from David Saker. Uh, oh, of course, and the go himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fat Steve Austin. Very fat Steve Austin. <laughs> David Brent. <laughs> fat David Brent. Bobby Quiney. So he said James Pattinson would be in the test team most times when he was fit. Okay, well, it's just having That's a bit of a coach. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not, not true. true so fuck off, David Saker. It's not true. There was talk that he was going to play ahead of Stark, but then he yeah, obviously didn't. Home he didn't. Blah, blah, blah. But up until what, fucking three months ago, Saker was in the system. So Saker would actually, he would have known if Pattinson was in the mix or not. So true, he can't, he's not necessarily lying. Yeah. say, though, that shit, Pattinson played the first and third Ashes tests yes. and the last seven tests he has not played for Australia. Whilst fit. Yes. That's because he's like making homophobic comments. Like, yeah. that's, okay. that's <laughs> like he's on the tools Vegas, too often. Yeah, he's he's on back on the tools. Yeah, yeah. quagmire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually is a quagmire he's back. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, Nick. Uh, good. We're getting into the nitty gritty. David Saker did agree, though. He said that uh, he said, um, but the decisions of appointing two inexperienced coaches to run their BBL teams was a bit strange when there's pretty good candidates out there. But that's their decision. Mm. So that, he had a valid point. But, mm. but one argument I will, because a lot of it centers around this whole BBL thing, and he complained about Hussey getting the gig at. Um, at the Stars, and then he complained mm. about Klinger getting the gig at the Renegades. And his yeah. complaint was that Klinger got picked ahead of Trevor Bayless, who yeah. um, had openly told the Renegades due to commitments either with the World Cup or another competition or something, that yeah. he was unable to coach the side for like the first three yeah. weeks of the tournament or something. So they He's overlooked in the Dubai him. 10 10s or something. Yeah. yeah. Which is, so that's, so they overlooked him because he wouldn't be there for preseason the start of the season. So that makes sense. And then they're like, Oh, you know, and, they, and he also overlooked Brad Hodge. Now, I love Hodge, but in terms of BBL and all that type of stuff, like Klinger's been in the BBL and been in the systems and all that pretty much the same amount as Hodge has. Like I haven't, Hodge hasn't gone and like coached the fucking, thousand other clubs and stuff like so it's not like there's crazy di- like if you put Hodgie in he's an untried fucking coach as well I love him oh, he's PSL team. he's coached a couple of teams in PSL hasn't he ah uh, yeah but PSL doesn't count there's a reason Dino got overlooked because PSL doesn't fucking count <laughs> yeah true I read during the week that Hodge didn't even put in for the Renegades gig well, it was just go. yeah that was just conjecture fucking hell Dino's gone system. off the deep end then. He's yeah. got no idea what he's talking about. Just having a sook. Clinger straight out of a successful system over in WA where they just won BBL titles for fun. What if he's if you're gonna have an untried coach, he's the one you're probably gonna pick. Yeah. But it's not like yep. fucking when like Wolf Lehman went from fucking he was untried into the fucking state system, yeah. then won a few things and coached Australia and now I'm bad at fucking Ireland. 
until he sandpapered and cut the narries, and yeah, then everyone batted if, a fucking island. Yeah, but if, if, say, if the Stars and the Renegades had a fucking both made the finals this year, no one would be fucking complaining. Yeah, I don't think the Stars were that bad, were they? Did they make no, the they, finals? I, or? They, no, I don't know. I can't remember. Too many let's, games. Let's not let facts get in the way. They did but, fuck it. Well, I just like I said, like I said at the start, like, I love him, but it's a massive fucking overreaction just because he didn't get a job that he fucking wanted. Yeah, Actually, exactly. who, who won the BBL this year? Sydney Sixers. Ah, yes. Josh Phillippe won. <laughs> just him. <Yeah. laughs> um, uh, moving on, the last thing Dino said was that there's no recognition of Shield winning teams on the Cricket Victoria website, and that is a yeah. fact. Yeah, you, you hate this, don't you, Ross? Oh, there's a, there's a virtual honour board. I've looked it up. There's a virtual honour board with the Bill Laurie medal going all the way back to John Moss in 2002-03. So maybe that was the first year it was handed out. Cold chisel zone. Yeah. And um, then the one-day player of the year, Brad Hodge, 2002-03. And it's got the, um, the Sharon Treadray Award, which goes all the way back to Catherine Fitzpatrick in 92-93. So what um, would be in – because you have a, a – a problem with this, Ross, same as Dino. What would be recognition of a Shield-winning team? What would you oh, say would be Have it on the honour board here. Have it on the virtual honour board. Just put... So, um, Shield-won. Just, just, yeah. just have the side that fucking won. Just have the yeah. year they won on the yeah. side. Like, you yeah. could have... All the, the sides should be recognised that way, whether they won one day or four day yeah, yeah. or whatever. And the same with WNCL or um, yeah. WBBL or... Yeah. Or whatever, there's just have a link right? with all the players and then a link to the scoreboard on Crick Info. It's not that hard. Yeah. Mm. Or it's just bizarre. take a high-res photo and have an interactive actual honour board. Yeah. yeah. It would be on a board somewhere that would look really cool, no doubt, because it's Cricket Victoria. Mm. Just yeah. have oh, an yeah. interactive honour board. It's, it wouldn't be too hard to do. It's bizarre in this day and age that you can't find that information. Like, you go to the yeah. honour board, and, yes, it's the medal winners for the player of the season. That's fine. And it's pretty basic. It's like yeah. Excel's Their website's cheap. very, very poor. Like, for, for yeah. a major... Um, organisation like they are. It's pretty basic their website. It doesn't even say what years they won the shield. No, it's got it's got hardly any it's got hardly any history on it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. The other thing he did the other thing he did comment about as well is he complained that there's no like reunions and stuff for the shield teams that win. Which is a fair point. But but I raise him that photo that we love making fun of about the New South Wales uh, team, yeah. that reunion. The um, Steve Warren yeah, had organised like, that. The, the, yeah. the boards don't organise that. The players organise that. So if, if he is so upset as a former player, why isn't he organising for all these mates to go to the pub and have dinner? Because that means you have to do something, Mick, and not just complain yeah. about it. Yeah. But that's like, even like, you look at like at our level, at club land, like, the last yeah. premiership reunion we had, not the one this year, the one before, yeah, was organised right. by the players. Yeah. And I think this year might have been a bit of a, a combination. Yeah, it was but myself and, yeah, the president. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, at some point, um, if he's a life member and this is this is such a, a fucking thorn in his side, wasn't he getting... Surely they've got like a past players fucking... Club or group or something, or WhatsApp well chat or something. Surely, <laughs> Surely that level, something. 
Yeah, so that's an interesting point, Mick. I think you've got two good points there. That Definitely that New South Wales reunion looked like a player-driven thing. Steve Waugh or someone did it. And the second one is the Queensland have a past players association called the Queensland Bulls Masters, and they were the sponsor of their one-day strip this year. Yeah. yeah. So other states do have past player initiatives or past players do stuff off their own bat. So, yeah, why not? Dino could become the president, CEO, and secretary of the Victorian past players. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. VPPA. Yeah. yeah. Like well, I said at the start, and I've said it like three or four times now, I think it's just the bloke just having a whinge. And I, he's just greatly overreacted. And as a man who does like to greatly overreact about things, you, I think I'm in a prime position to judge it, and he has greatly overreacted. <laughs> Straight out of the big playbook. That one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, fucking oath. Wait till right. I have a life membership. Imagine how many times I'm going to throw the cunt in. I've handed it back. You only bowled me fucking 30 overs instead of 40. Have your life membership back. I'm fucking going. <laughs> right. We move on now to some international cricket. Then the five wisdom cricketers of the year have been announced, with three Australians and Englishmen and South African being honoured. Three Australians? Yeah, Joffre Archer, Manus Labu Hugmi, Pat Cummins, Elise Perry, and Simon Harmer are the five. Uh, they, you can only win this award uh, once. It's only given to each cricketer once, and it relates to their influence on the previous English summer. So, um, okay. All right, so yeah, Joffre so, hits Steve Smith in the head and wins an award. Didn't he get belted in New Zealand? Did, oh, maybe that's not the English summer. Sorry. English summer. I don't... Oh, so Steve Smith couldn't win it because he'd already won it once. Yeah, yeah. So, right. That, that's fucked. That would... Why are we talking about this some more? Oh, shit. And you mispronounced it. It's wisdom. <laughs> Why, shut No, you me. mispronounced the mispronunciation. <laughs> 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 Did I? <laughs> You're supposed to say wisdom. That's your <laughs> stick, you oh, fucking idiot. Oh, you guys have finally converted me. <laughs> Yeah, she so might you only going... win it once. It's basically a participation fucking trophy. Yeah, yeah. it's a ribbon. Just give it a Wes Agar already. <laughs> <laughs> the wise that most improved. <laughs> Wes, Wes Agar. Wes Agar. <laughs> uh, so you might think, who's this Simon Harmer bloke? Well, he captained Essex to the T20 Blast title. Wow. Oh, fair uh, enough. Him yeah, and Pat Cummins yeah. definitely on fucking even playing ground. He, then, he was also the leading wicket-taker in the county championship. How's Elise Perry never won it before? Or Pat Cummins for that fucking match? It's, it's their influence over the previous English summer. Well, surely Elise Perry's had good English summers. Uh, maybe she has. Oh, well, I don't know. Anyway, she won it this year. Yeah, well, and, she can't um, win it again, so therefore no. I won't bet on her. I'm off her. No, it was it was the five cricketers year. Then uh, wisdom cricket of the years. Then then Ben Stokes won the cricketer of the year. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Move they on. named five, and then they named yeah. one Get other. Over it. And Ben Stokes won the one other. They put yeah. their almanac out, and right, they talked whatever. about all the cricket yeah. podcasts that go on throughout <laughs> the year, and we weren't fucking mentioned. Then rate a mention, so they'll be forever yeah. known as fucking Wisden. Until we take yeah. our rightful place yeah. in their fucking stupid almanac that no one reads. Right. Yes. Okay. I don't want to be associated uh, with a fucking 
almanac that thinks Ben Stokes isn't fucking good at anything anyway. Uh, you've got to punch it. Unless it's the up. kicking blokes in the head almanac, then I'm That's fucking it. all for it. Sinking yeah. <laughs> the slippery when they're falling on the ground. Yeah. Or playing the world's best innings of all time to make sure we don't win the Ashes. But let's not even talk about that. Nah, that's, I don't think that even happened, mate. That's like, fucking ages ago. Didn't happen unless in my memory. Unless there's some kind of video proof on a heavily popular streaming service, I don't think it happened. Yeah, I wouldn't call Amazon popular. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we we move we continue in the sphere of international cricket. And Do we? Look we? At, yes, we look at um, the uh, autobiography Gunner, My Life in Cricket. What? Yeah, this is the book of Ian Gunner Gould, the cricket oh, umpire. That'll fly off the shelf. Fuck yeah, do you know he's called Gunner because he played a bit of soccer at Arsenal. Oh, um, yeah, good story. Uh, everyone who's played so soccer at Arsenal. You want to put a gun to your head when he starts speaking. He's, anyway, he's actually, um, that, that uh, when he was playing soccer at Arsenal, Alex, it was the time of the um, Arsenal Stadium mystery. Was that long ago? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I thought he was called... under the clocks. <laughs> I thought he was called Gunner because he was going to go for a run but never did. Well, like yourself, David. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, I, I love running. It's my favourite yeah. thing. <laughs> right. Running me mouth. So, um, Gould officiated at the uh, Cape Town Test match where there's a bit of um, ball tampering occurred. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That should do a about that. When did this happen? Yeah. No, no. Look, this is this is why this book's going to fly off the shelves. He has got Ian Gould. He's got the balls from that test in a safe in London. Yeah. Now that that annoyed me when I read that. They're the not balls your fucking cricket the ball. Why yeah, has he got Because he's a fucking selfish cunt. That's why. And he's probably going <laughs> to Emily. <laughs> he's going to try and sell them later at some fucking Lloyd's of London bloody auction. And try and make some fucking money out of it. You don't own them, Ian. They're not your cricket balls. They belong to the ICC, Ian. Fucking oath. And as such, the fucking club they belong for them, to Ian. us. They've got to go back in the fucking training balls, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking oath. It's going to cost bloody Cricket Australia slash Cricket South Africa at least 130 bloody bucks per ball. What if one of the boys took a fiver? They won't even have the proper ball because he fucking took it home. Exactly. I mean, Mick, if that got handed to me, if a new pill got in my fife from the Newlands Test trophy, oh. I'd rip it out and just throw it on the floor and say that's not the same ball. That's yeah, not the same ball. I don't want it in I'd my pull trophy. It out presentation night and go, I know this is the right ball because I have them all in my kit bag because I fucking hold yes. on to them all. Yes, I have it in a safe in London. I'm Ian Gould. <laughs> fucking idiot. I'm Ian Taylor. Sorry, Gould. <laughs> no right, one fucking so. told me not to buddy to put it in a safe. <laughs> <laughs> Just character assassination now, isn't it? <laughs> oh, fuck. What so, um, um, Gunner knew something was up when he got a text off um, Chris Gaffney, the umpire from the previous test. He, thing, he warned me saying things were starting to get a little bit out of hand. Uh, the umpire's team had a suspicion the Australian working a little too aggressively in the condition of the ball and they had an informal word with the host broadcaster Supersport asking that if their camera crew saw anything that looked unusual they should let the umpires know. Mm. Did they have an informal word with Australia to warn them or is it like no. is this a sting operation? It's entrapment. <laughs> yeah, it's entrapment. Yeah. Look, I mean obviously you should fucking do it. They, you know, it's, they got punished accordingly but like 
wouldn't you, if you're a, if you're a if adjudicator of a cricket match or a series, you would go to the team and say, "Hey, look, we're noticing some stuff." Yeah, we're fucking nearly crossing you. the line. Yeah, they warn people when they nearly overstepped the mark on a no ball. So, hey, you're getting yeah. real close there, Pato. You might want to just think about, you know, you're getting really close to tampering with the ball. Just back off a bit. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> yeah. oh, right. Anyway, so this is an incident that happened in the in the next test in Johannesburg. This is after the ball tampering one. Oh, weird. At the end of day one, I was walking off. I put my hand in my pocket. And one of the lolly wrappers fell out. What? Hey, Gould wrote. I pushed ah. it down a stump hole with my boot. Why? On one of the pitches on the edge of the screen. Pick it up, you lazy off. cunt. Literally. Yeah, like yeah. a pocket. Litter yeah. bug. The following morning, the Australian bowlers were doing their warm-ups on that same wicket. You can probably guess what happened next. A few minutes later, their bowling coach, David Saker, knocked on our door and came in. We've got him, he said. By that, we took it to mean that my sweet wrapper he had in his hand was evidence that the South Africans had been applying saliva from Werther's Originals to get the ball to swing uh, on what was a flat deck. Werther's Originals? Yeah. yeah. Kind of the drop. Yeah. Oh. I looked at the fellow umpire, Andy Pycroft. I Pycroft? The yeah, the match pie. referee. He looked at me and both of us tried to keep a straight face. Oh, it's funny, I reached. Yeah, it's hilarious. It was the funniest thing in the umpire's life, I'd say. They are I reached into my pocket and rolled a couple of Werther's along the table towards Saker. These sweets, you mean? How Andy stopped himself dissolving into fits of laughter, I'll never know. Red it was mist. a ridiculous accusation to make on the flimsiest of evidence, but that's how thing, how bad things had got between the teams. They were paranoid. All right. So um, David Saker looks like a goose out of that one, but so does but the he's umpire. a goose. Yeah, they're yeah, all he, goose. He's a known goose. Yeah, and yeah. Gould, come on. But, okay, you, a, a, a wrapper falls out of your pocket. Mm. What's the first thing I do? Find I'd the nearest hole yeah, and use my foot there. to put it in a small hole that's stump size. Yeah, I mm. wouldn't put it in my pocket. What I like to do is throw it down a drain. Yeah. And yeah. Dolphins can choke on it. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to putting it in my pocket or in a bin, I'll just shove it into the tiniest hole. I'm calling bullshit on that whole fucking story. Yes. Yeah. Let's get David Saker on. We know him. He's our mate. Yeah. Let's get David Saker on and yeah. tell him and ask him to verify that story for us. Also, it's like this comical scene that they're going to laugh at a guy. Like you're an, oh, yeah. you're an official of a match. Like I don't know. I just don't want to cut him his job, boys. Yep. Do you reckon? Um, do you reckon Ross looks a bit distracted? Oh no, not at all. He's right. He's really he cares about me speaking. I think he's reading. He's reading text messages. No, I'm reading the, the article I was trying to find oh, earlier. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's talking about the balls in the vault. Gunner here said, if you saw the balls, you'd get it completely wrong. Is that a euphemism? At the end of the balls day, in the vault. Here you go. At the end of the day, the sandpaper didn't get on the ball. They were working to get this ball to be pristine. Once they got one side bigger and shinier, that's when the sandpaper was coming in. Good oh, so why'd they change the ball then? Yeah, one of cricket's great standards is shot through with comedy as well as first-hand insight. Midway through the drama that led, yeah, it's very, very funny. <laughs> through the drama that led to Steve Smith, Dave Warren, Cam, Cam Bancroft being banned, an ICC official called the third umpire's room to say he had spotted a separate offence. Oh no! No. Yeah. Yep. Right. And uh, the ICC official is. said. That to him, that uh, Gould 
was the third umpire. And he had to tell the on-field umpires yep. to stay calm and ask Nathan Lyon what colour socks he's wearing. The reply from the pitch came, seriously, what's the punchline? Gould again said, no punchline. They think that Nathan is wearing black socks. Can you ask him to show you his socks? Yeah, so this was just as things were getting tense just before the ball tampering. An ICC official told the third umpire to go and tell the on-field umpires that Nathan Lyon had to come off and put white socks on. Right. Uh, yes. What so a story. That, Great right. story and well told. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's another thing that's going to make this book fly off the shelf. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I reckon we should do a, uh, an audio book and you read it, Ross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In that tone too. Just sort of confused about where you are on the page. <laughs> <laughs> finger, finger tracking along. <laughs> audio oh, and video oh, reading. Oh, yeah. Is this choose your own adventure to skip in a fucking chapter to Go to page 17. <laughs> if you choose to use the sandpaper, go to the last page of the book. How <laughs> right. Oh. Uh, I guess uh, we've had enough of this episode then on that fascinating uh, oh, always anecdote leave on a by Ian Dunagool. We've launched a new product, Alex, that's really um, hit the um, spot of um, people's interests. Yep. And that is name a game, mid-off oh. cricket, name a game. Yep. I so, named a game because so no one else wanted to. Yeah, so, so far we have oh, one nomination. Which is from you, and it's the Glenn Maxwell ton. So just to give a little bit of sizzle for next episode, we've got two and a half minutes of highlights, I think it was, or three and a half minutes of highlights. <laughs> was that all? No shit. Yeah, from bcci.tv <laughs> that um, we got put onto. So we can talk through those and you can watch it along. And I did um, ask uh, Rod Moody on Twitter mm. if he had some footage, and he said it's a cracking game yeah. and cracking idea and he hasn't got back to me or no, the he rest just of the he internet. just retweeted the bloke the Indian guy who sent you the BCCI highlights. Yeah. So I don't Oh, is that what gonna, he did? I don't really yeah. understand Twitter at all. No, he's, I don't think he's gonna splice together his own highlights package somehow, unfortunately. Yeah, well, but he might you never know, it just might take fucking time. done it for about seven hundred other people online. Like yeah, yeah, like, South Wales South Australia Optus Sport. Surely you can fucking splice this one together. He looked at your profile picture, I think, and said, Oh, not for that bloke. He looks like a true. He's only tweeted four times and only the four times about eight years ago. Talking about cornflakes in Adelaide is pretty much where it starts. I believe to finish with Mick, you had some information about um, Michael Clark's thoughts on the IPL. Oh, fuck me, this can't. Um, so <laughs> apparently Michael Clark so Michael Clark is either has a radio show in Sydney or was yeah, a guest on a radio with Laurie show. Daly. Yeah. So we've come to the conclusion that he does have a radio show with Laurie Daly, like Bull just said. And that they like so what they have to, when this show's on, I heard they have to shut the harbour bridge. For the duration of the show, make sure no one jumps off. It's oh. so <laughs> but the um, so Michael Clark made comments that he believed in the summer just finished that the Australian players were too friendly with Virat Kohli because they were trying to protect their million dollar IPL contracts and they thought that if they would, and he believed that they were trying not to upset Virat so they could still go to the IPL and make money. So, right. Um, so does Virat play for every team? Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. 
And my initial reaction to that is, um, Michael, you're a fucking dumb cunt. Yes. <laughs> like, it's accurate. We are accurate on this podcast. Like, it's just like, what a, like, for one, how many fucking months ago is this and you decide to talk about it now? And mm. one, those boys aren't going to get their fucking money because the IPL is not going to happen anyway because the world shut down. But it's just like, it's like, how fucking bored were you pricks on your show that you're talking about this now? Yeah. Like, but it's just typical Michael Clark. Like, it's like, I'm not in that Gilda bubble anymore. I know everyone thinks I'm a fuckwit, so I'm just going to try and upset as many apple carts as possible. Because that seems to be his current, like, way he goes about it. It's always something trying to upset it. Even when you listen to him when he goes to India or he goes overseas and does commentary on Australian games or on other games, it's always very, it always has a very pessimistic, negative yeah. view on Australian cricket. And his like, test average like is less than 50. Someone shat his cornflakes. Yeah. His test average is less than 50, so who gives a fuck about it? Yeah. That's the that's <laughs> our standard coach. in Australia. Yeah. That's our standard in Australia. If your test average is less than 50, you can fuck. I don't know what they do in England and New Zealand where you can average 40 <laughs> and be a fucking gun. But here, in this country... If you average less than 50 in test cricket, your opinion means fucking mouth. Not a fucking thing, Ross. That's right. Fuck Michael. And on that note. Yes? Yeah, it's dead air. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Usually let's not when talk. someone says, on that note, they keep talking, Ross. Yeah, oh, right, there's sorry. a follow-up. We're on all major uh, social media and podcasting platforms. You can find us on iTunes, Facebook, and Twitter. Till next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs>